Hi, thank you for downloading our podcast. This is today's show, but we've chopped it down, taken out the ads, taken out the music, and you just get back-to-back entertainment non-stop. But, yeah, I suggest you actually play the songs, like you choose the songs. Oh, you yeah. like the music person. So Not still. allowed to. What? what do you mean? It is a licensing issue. No, no, no. no, no. Like, like, like you stop. So when the stop, stop like, thing, then stops. you put it, play a song. And you play your own song from your and own you library. play it again. So you like your own DJ. And yeah. then come back. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Thanks. Uh, that'd be a lot of work, but. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's what you do. Lazy. People are time people are time poor these days. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. Oh, that's For some reason, lovely. Siri recognized the word lazy. Did she? Yeah. It said, hey, lazy. Well, I'm still here for you. Oh, that's oh. nice of her. That's what, it's calling she... me lazy, you bitch. Siri, you're a bitch. Oh, don't do that. Hey, Siri. Go ahead. You're not nice. No, oh, she backed down from that one. So. You backed down Ooh, from that one, didn't she you? She gave you shade. Hey? I do say so, bitch. <laughs> She's not in earshot. Now I'm going to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've never put on Siri before. You know what uh, is awkward about this is we actually spoke to the girl who voices Siri the other She's day. She's a Brisbane so girl. It's yeah. quite personal She's what you're lovely. saying there. She is lovely. Yeah. She might be. You just called her a bitch. No. No, 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 no. Siri. No, no. Don't be the Siri. words that she's put together. <laughs> you're so Siri. Does anyone ever feel like that the Tom Cruise tried to sue them? What for? Because his daughter's name's Siri. Oh, God. Well, I'm just did saying, he did he try and did he try and sue them? I was wondering if he did because Siri he, was first the uh, name like her she was named before Siri came and out. And then he tried to sue P and O for the cruises. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Siri. <laughs> Some of your best work yet. <laughs> Shit. Hey, good show today. Let's play Hot Happened. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Things you can say would say in bed. And at the zoo. And both would make complete sense. It's just your little mind that makes it naughty. Yes. And we love doing this on Monday. You know, clear clear your mind from the weekend and just get it really professional. You know, ready for work. <laughs> set, yeah. the, set the set, mood set the, for the set week. The mood, yeah. So first up, we've got Mel in North Lakes. What would make sense if you said it in the bedroom, but also at a zoo? <laughs> That one's your mum's favourite. <laughs> oh, Mel, that's very yeah. good. Curveball there, Mel. Well done. Yeah, I, I, I believe you could replace mum with many different yes. things, couldn't you? Oh, yes, you can. Yep, yep. Uh, good on you, Mel. Well done. Ethan and Callum Vale. Ethan, what can you say in the bedroom and also at the zoo? Oh, I didn't realise it was that hairy. <laughs> 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 yeah, some animals. You're like, yeah. oh, wow, that's quite a coat of fur he's got on him there. Uh, T in Redland Bay. T, what can you say in the bedroom and also at a zoo? Well, you could say, oh, my God, look how thick that snake is. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Not many people say in the bedroom, though, do they? No. If someone says it to you, no. You get surprised, don't you, T? You're like, she's lying, but I don't care. Uh, Also takes your mind off it because there's a huge snake in your bedroom and you have to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Caitlin. Hey. So you can say, gee, isn't he cute and adorable? He's just so little. Aww. (laughs) I remember you, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, look at the guys, uh, I'm just not impressed. No, look at you don't just... want to hear it, so cute. Don't drop a truth so bomb. So little. 
Cute's not a word you want. It's so cute and little. You walk around with that. Hey, Daniel Greenbank. That's a nice looking camel toe. <laughs> well done. Yes, you can. Nice successful round once again. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. I got a bit of an issue, mm. and I've always said I wouldn't do this, but I think I might have to take a photograph of where my car's parked. It's not a bad idea. But then, Manny, I know this is. A, I had a bit of an issue yesterday because I went to um, I went to Adelaide to see a friend who was sick on the weekend, mm. and I parked my car at the airport. And I always think I've got. Um, there's no point. I'm going to remember where I parked my car. I'm not an idiot. Like there is no way I'm going to forget where I parked my car. That's a long time. A week, two nights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like you just pop it into a shop. Yes. <laughs> and to be fair, maybe someone moved the car. Maybe they did. You know, I reckon that occasionally yeah. they hotwire them and then repark them and don't say anything just to mess with you. <laughs> you, you go, you go, you go Actually, on that'd the be plane. Fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then it's like Inception, where the whole building just moves around uh, and your yeah. car's in a completely different area. But I, I just remember coming out of the car and I had my son with me as well, who was crying about something because he always is. And I was like, okay, I'm going to remember that that yeah. that sign that I saw. And I thought it was six F. Mm. So then when I came out. I went to 6F and I thought, no, it wasn't in 6F. I could see 6F. Right. Yes. Like I parked the car and I looked and I didn't know which way I looked. So I had to walk around and my son was crying when we came back as well. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Are we, is, is this From it? the same thing? Is this it? No, he didn't want to leave his nana. He didn't, want, he didn't want to go to his home. He doesn't like us as much anymore. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. So he was crying. And you know when you're trying to do that thing where you, like, you know where you're going? Yeah. But you so don't. I walked there and then I had to walk back to the lift. And I thought maybe it was five. So we went to five. And then I had to go back around and have a look. wasn't in five. <laughs> and then I had to do the whole walk up to seven, look, nah, it's not. Went back to six. And then after 25 minutes. 25, you were lost for 25 minutes? I bet you said six Fs then. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was trying to keep calm. Uh, yeah. Have you ever had to have the worst part? What? Where you have to get the dude and he drives you around yes. the car park in his little Buggy. trolley. Yeah. And you, you, is it this one? Is it this one? You have, haven't you? You'd I've have. done that before. Yeah. You've never lost your car, have you? No. Never forgot where you parked? No, because I, I, I am so paranoid <laughs> about doing it. And yeah. and it's different. Yeah. A man can't go to the buggy. Like, you, you can't get on the buggy. No, you can't. An elderly... What would you do? Would you just go home and go, that's it, I'll I, come and get it a few different days. I'll catch I'll get a, a taxi tab. They'll, they'll call me in a couple of days. <laughs> they'll call me. There'll be some sort of security risk oh, at the yeah. airport. Yeah. But you can't... Only women... Yeah. Or elderly people, elderly people are accepted on that. If I rocked up, he'd be like, you're on your own, champion. I was, try- I was trying to make a little bit of a game of it. Like, hey, are we having fun, Jacko? <laughs> like, where do you think park. the car is? You'll have more fun when you breathe in the fumes. Deep yeah. breaths. Deep breaths. But then I, had, I, then I realized what I could do, though. So I went into when you get, the, you know, when you come in, you press the ticket? Yeah. yeah. So I went back to that person, and there's a little help button. So I pressed help, and I went, this is a bit weird. <laughs> and he goes, no, try me. I was like, cool, if I give you my credit card number, because I use that to come in, would you be able to tell me what level I came in on? Oh, that's oh, clever. Thank you. you Nancy that's Drew. really smart. Thank you. Uh. He said, no, we can't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? And he goes, no. Yeah. So were you just 25 minutes, were you walking around <laughs> pressing the button, <laughs> like just waiting <laughs> for something to flash? <laughs> yes. But then it was really good because I think there was a special deal where if you got your car before six o'clock, yeah. it was a cheaper one. So oh, all these people yeah. came at six and then left. Ah. So we just waited for a while and then I could see the car magically appeared. So 25 minutes, but that's not too long. That's not too long. No. I mean, it only ticked over to the next hour and was another $28 worth of parking. But hey, 
Yeah, that's true. It's, it all worked annoying. out in the end. <laughs> Six hours. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make your hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls. This is Maddie's favourite part where he puts the show over to you. You do the show for us. I just, I it's always like better. Having no, a right. chat, you know? Yeah. Hanging out with people. Yeah. That's what life's about. Let's hang out with Chris from Morrifield. What's going on, Chris? G'day, guys. Just want to talk about losing your car at the airport. Oh, yes. yes I did lost that. Hers, yeah. yeah. 25 mm-hmm. minutes. Not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh. Yeah, I lost it for two hours before I finally called up the airport parking and found out my car got towed. Oh, oh no. Because you always think, I, whenever I see a tow sign in an undercover car park, I go, yeah. they're not fitting a truck in here. That's a bluff. <laughs> so you were looking for, you said two hours? Yeah, two hours before I finally decided, hey, I might call someone and figure out where the bloody hell my car is. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they tow your car? Um, I left, I was down in Melbourne for two weeks and um, literally had my window about oh, an inch ajar and they yeah. thought it was an abandoned vehicle. Right. <gasps> so do you have to pay for that or do they give you an apology and sort it out? I had to pay for the parking for about a week and a half and then I had to pay for the impound fees for about four or five days. Just what? Just thinking then, were the impound fees cheaper than the parking uh, at the airport? Because oh, that hell no, be, it was like oh. $110 a day. Okay. No, that is a bit... No, Ridiculous. If you came back for it, it's not abandoned. You shouldn't have to no, wear that. You know there's all those rules about how you can't keep your car unlocked yeah. and you can't keep your window down? Like, you think you should be able to do that and you're taking it into the But if account. your car has got a stank in it, you think uh, I'll air it out while I'm away, you, yeah. you don't want to come back to the... Is it illegal to keep your window down? Yes. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you're not allowed to walk away from it unlocked. No, because it's like you're inviting someone to steal it, which makes more work for the police. No, that would say... Please steal it. Uh, it's inferred. Well, I, well, I'll keep my windows up and yeah. keep the steal me sign on it. I have to keep the windows up on the scooter. <laughs> hey, Anne, uh, what do you want to chat about this morning? Hey, um, when we were in the States, we used to take photos of where we parked the car. Yeah. Uh, obviously, lots of people do that. But the best one I ever saw was a guy, we were in a multi-story lift that had lost his car. So he pressed all the buttons. And when the lift door would open, he'd go and he'd push his alarm remote key. And if it went off, he'd get off on that floor. So That's genius. <laughs> annoying. He, yep, <laughs> annoying but true. Uh, so he'd open the doors. Ah, oh, there it is, and off he toddled. So yeah. Do you know? And I should actually say, my husband's bought something for me, and I haven't put it together yet because I'm always losing my phone and my keys. So he's got one of those yep. alarm things for me at the moment. Oh, like a, you whistle and it goes off? Uh, I think you just press a button and it goes off. But I need to actually set it up. But he's like, well, we should put one on the car as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, my centre in Brisbane have a genius thing where you, a little tag beside the lifts. I only noticed them the other day. You rip it yes, off and, and it, it tells you where you are. I think mm. every time I should do that. Uh, and you never do? No. no. Hey, Kimberly, you're on the air. What do you want to talk about? Hey, guys. I just wanted to say how much I um, I really love you guys and, Abby, how much you really helped me out. I'm um, an older mum and I didn't do a mother's group, anything like that, but just listening about how real you are and what you go through and just um, with yourself and also in being a mum, I just find that really amazing. Oh, Kimberly, thank so you. I just wanted Aww. to ring and say so. Aww. And um, side note, have you guys heard of K-Marty? K-Marty? K-Marty. No. No. I went to something on Friday and someone was telling me about K-Marty's. Supposedly what they do is they um, organise with the Kmart. You take your kids, give them 20 bucks, and they're allowed to run around with a, a little trolley and pick what they like out of Kmart, go to the register, and it's a birthday party. Oh. What? Wow. wow. I mean, I do that anyway just yeah. for $5, and I let them run around. <laughs> yeah, wow. But, um, yeah. But it's, so it's a legit one set up 
By Kmart? Uh, by um, a group of mums, and it seems to be really taking off. Um, oh, cool. Would you believe I went to a job interview on Friday, and that's what we were talking about. Oh, <laughs> did, you, did you get the job, or you don't know yet? I don't know oh. yet. I hopefully find out today. If it's, All right, if we'll it's that, yeah, Let us know. If it's that level of conversation, you're probably, yeah. if they're like this, we're all sort of here. How, how's, how's things with you? What are you? <laughs> was it Big W where you were in? Because <laughs> that then it probably would have worked out. Well, good luck. Uh, lovely to talk to you, Kimberly. Call Guys, us anytime, okay? You too. Thank you. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. I think everyone has been saddened by what happened to the comedian Eurice Dixon. I've just been thinking about over the weekend. I just, it's so. I think everyone's just confused with where they direct their anger to mm-hmm. as well. I mean, obviously, the man that did it because he's the one that made the decision, not her. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Absolutely. Um, but there's been a lot of people that have been outraged by statements that the police said. Um, and the police came out and said that people need to be aware of their safety. And I even thought that when he said it, it was women because that's been the outrage online saying that, you know, women shouldn't be taking care of their safety more rather than addressing it at the attacker. This was what they said. My message is that people need to be aware of their own personal security and just be mindful of their surroundings. Uh, and that's just that's just everywhere that they should be. If, if people have any concerns at any time for you know, their personal security, call triple zero. What do you guys think about that? Because a lot of people are outraged saying, how do you, that sounds victim blaming, rather than saying this this guy did it. Because she, she was being safe yeah. in, in the sense that people go, oh, she wasn't, she was walking home at night. But she did have everything that he was saying. She was aware of her sa- uh, surroundings. She had her phone with her. She mm. messaged her partner saying that she was almost home safe. I I don't agree with it. I've been, I mean, it's a time that we live in where we do have to be aware of our safety, and we spoke about that on Friday. But what I would prefer to hear is um, we are taking action against the man we believe who it is. Yeah. Uh, there will be punishment. We're not mm. going to go easy. There will not be leniency. Yeah. We're not going to enter in this whole mental health ridiculous thing that everyone rolls out yeah. when they murder someone and destroy the life of them and their whole family. Um, I think that should have been more the tact. They go down that explaining this is not acceptable. Like, we will not be allowing this to happen anymore and be making measures to stop it. Yeah. Well, our number is 131060, if you heard that by the Victorian police and you were outraged by it or you agree with what they're saying. Imagine being her boyfriend. Mm. That's the the thing. Imagine being someone who was her friend or her family and and that's what you hear. Your wife made a very good point. We were hanging out on the weekend. And everyone was obviously chatting about it over the course of the weekend. It affected everybody. Uh, a lot of my Facebook was like, um, guys, this has to stop. Like, um, mm. men have to take a look at themselves mm. and how they're acting. Uh, but then your wife pointed out that this was a, this guy had serious mental problems. We don't, we don't know that. Mm. We don't. But, I mean, what I'm saying is I don't think anything is excusable. No. That's the only mm. thing I'm concerned about when we keep saying he has mental health. Mm. Of course, people do. But if he doesn't know right for wrong, he shouldn't be on the street. No, I know. At all. That's right. Yes, but it's not, it wasn't. It's not, no, no, it's not everyone. Yeah. But I just go, I, even, well, the, I was listening to the project on Friday night and they're saying we need to teach our men not to rape people. And yeah. I go, don't we already do that? Yes. Yeah, is that's anyone not... confused in society yeah. about what is right or wrong? Mm. But I do feel as a community, we need to make sure that we take steps for protecting people. Mm. And I even will say that I feel like we need to protect women. And I know that a lot of people get outraged by that, but it's just fact that men are stronger than women. And if a guy wants to attack you and I'm alone with them, then there is a strength issue. 
There is. And I just know that as I grew up, my mum was always very insisting on saying to the boys, you know, if there's a, if there's a woman out there and you see them and they're vulnerable, you make sure that you look after them because that could be, you know, that could be your sister. Mm. And you need to make sure that you look after it. And I feel like maybe as a community, we need to. You've got to, I think as well, uh, the way you behave is getting harder too, because I, I would second guess now whether if I saw a girl on her own, would you be comfortable if I came up to you and said, hey, look, I, I noticed you're on your own. I'm, would you like me to walk you to your car or would you like me to, you know what I mean? Like if, I, yeah. if I, that was my genuine intention, yeah, I would worry that she might think, no, this is his ploy to, to try do and do something. Yeah. Well, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I said yes and then Candy, our producer, said no. Yeah. But I often also think if you were to see that a girl is getting followed by a group of guys and she's getting harassed and she's yeah. by herself, then that's a different situation. You know, you have to go, you, I know no one wants to get into arguments, but you have to make sure the guys know that that's not okay to do that because mm. it's, it's scary. I think, let's, let's be honest, though. Guys know. We know. Mm. You and I are both guys, Stav. We are. We know yeah. that you should not be doing it. But guys still do. Yeah, correct. Yeah. What about that interesting situation I found myself in when we were at a we were at an event and that lady was obviously drunk, yeah, and she was mild to say she was quite obviously hitting on me, yeah, and I had to say to her, "Look, I'm sorry, I'm married. This is very flattering, but I'm married. Can you just back off a little bit?" And then I kept my eye on her because she was clearly not in control of her faculties and she was sort of going to other men and doing it. And I just thought to myself, she's going to end up going home with someone that she doesn't want to go home with so i took her to the bar and i got her a glass of water yeah and i was just like you just might want to you know just calm it down a yeah. little bit you know yeah um then all her friends were like what are you doing grandpa like this is what we do when we well, go I think out you're saying that you're going to go home with someone that you don't want to is implying that she still is wanting to but did do you know there's a difference with saying mm. safety rather than you are allowed to choose a decision of who you sleep mm. with mm. no i think what stav's saying there is you were helping her out yeah. mm. a lot of people would not yeah. Um, and I think we now need to maybe look at going, hey, we do have to watch out, not just for our own surroundings, but do we have to look out for other people mm. as well, you know? I so- think it just comes down to it that women should be able to walk and everyone should be able to walk wherever they want. Completely. At yeah. any time of night or day. It is actually ridiculous that we're having this conversation, that this is even a thing, you know? Mm. Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. It is really sad to find out about URC. Um, Dixon, Stav, you were saying that all the uh, comedians are sort of coming together, I guess. Mm. Um, she was an aspiring comedian. She was doing really well. And then on her way home, got raped and murdered. And the police came out and did a statement which did anger a lot of people because they thought that it may have come across as victim blaming rather than blaming the guy. But the police just came forward and said, I just want to remind everyone about their safety. And it did. It confused a lot of people because I don't think everyone knows where to direct their anger at why this should happen. I mean, of course him, but they just don't want it to keep happening. Mm-hmm. And it is sad when you think that a, a woman dies every week here in Australia at the hands of a man. So 131060, phones are open. Abby's on the air with us. Hi. Hi. Hey. What do you think, hon? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we got can. You. Yeah, we can. <laughs> um, I think I just I have the same anger, and it, it's happened before where the police commissioners' have, responses have been of the nature of women needing to take responsibility for their own safety. Um, and I was having an argument about it with my dad, but he actually made a good point in that the police see this all the time. This is something that, that happens a lot more than what necessarily reaches the news. Yeah. And so I think the response was more, 
one of frustration at the fact that this happens at all. Yeah. And I don't think it... I think it was maybe taken a bit out of context in that, you know, the police are, are as frustrated as everyone else. And I don't think that the intention of the commissioner's remarks were at all to victim blame. So I don't think it's, it's necessarily fair to direct too much anger at him. I think the bigger problem is that the discourse around this kind of thing always seems to be about women needing to modify their behaviour. Mm. And, well, look, it's a reality, and we have to face reality that there are bad people out there and bad things happen. But I think it's that for too long we've been okay with the conversation being around about behaviour modification and not enough around the actual people modifying their own behaviour. Yeah, when, um, when one-punches were happening, you know, the, the government went, right, we're sick of you know, alcohol school violence, they're sick of young men punching each other and people dying. So what we're going to do is we're going to introduce alcohol restrictions and lockout laws and the unlawful striking causing death rule, which completely changed the law. Mm. So it just seems odd that the response is, you need to be safer rather than we need to do something to help prevent this happen. Yeah, that is true. And with saying that with the police frustration, I know that one police officer was came out and said, we're actually frustrated that certain people are on the streets and shouldn't, yeah. but we oh, can't yeah. change the legal system when people are out on parole mm. and certain people are on the streets that shouldn't be. We've got Ryan. What do you feel? Ryan? Yeah, hi. Yeah, I just feel, in my eyes, I think it's absolutely disgraceful. You know, we're losing another, um, another person in Australia over some stupid coward person that wants to rape and kill an innocent person after doing a gig in, in comedy. Mm. You know, it, it's it's absolutely shocking and disgusting. Like, when I heard about it and that earlier from you guys, I'm thinking, like, well, well, what's going on? You know, like, it's absolutely disgraceful and disgusting that this guy goes and rapes and kills an innocent person, you know, for no reason. Mm. You know, it's absolutely disgraceful, you know, and... Personally, like, I have not seen a sit-down comedy before, and I would love to, and I can't now because this person actually turned around and killed a, you know, innocent person for no reason and raped her. Yeah, you think you think for you that's all, all you'll remember now when you if you go to a comedy show. Exactly, you know, and like, yeah, it's going to be heartbreaking for the people that's in the comedy industry, you know, and I feel sorry for them, not just them, but also I feel deeply in that and saddened for the parents and mm. brother and sister of this person. You know, it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. It is. Mm. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Michelle from Brackenridge, thanks for calling in. What do you think? Um, I'm actually a parent of a child that I have fears for this. Okay. And when I've asked for support, like, regarding um, how do I manage behaviour, there's actually no services available. So, Michelle, and, you're saying you have a, a child with special needs? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. And like, you know, he's he's trapped in an adult body. Yes. And there is absolutely nothing I can do about his sexual urges. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've gone to countless doctors. We've been to hospitals. We've been everywhere trying to seek support about how do I manage, you know, sexual urges in, in a special needs person when, you know, I, I ask, is there, can we give them medication to stop urges, you know, Especially medically castrated, but doing something to stop yes. to stop it, and they say, "Sorry, we can't legally do that." Mm. And it's like, you know, I'm trying to raise an adult, you know, that's going to be safe in the world, yeah. you know, and and that's the problem is we're hand tied 
because we can't make our kids safe and we can only do our best until adulthood. But after adulthood, there's no, we have absolutely no control whatsoever on how, how our children behave in the world. And we're not giving the support or funding hmm. to, to help. And they go, oh, NDIS. And it's like, well, you know, as far as we're concerned as parents, it's just really a name change. It's not any extra funding. Hmm. To help. Like, I'm literally in the process right now going through kids, which is Child Youth Mental Health Services, screaming, help me mm. to help my son to be more appropriate in the in the world. So you, you well, fear that the, he, your son well, could you end up doing what, what this guy's done? Well, you know, it's a possibility because, you know, he does have a mental capacity of a three-year-old who so doesn't know how to control his urges and things. Mm. He just sees boobs and goes, Mum, boobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, you can't touch women's boobs. And he's like, boobs. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it's and it's like how and he's he's not yet eighteen, so you know I still have some control over it. But once he's out in the world, I have absolutely no control whatsoever. And how do I make him safe? How do I guarantee other people's safety and his safety mm. in the world around? Because there is absolutely nothing out there to help us. Basically, we're like. Here you go, 16 to 18, wish you luck, see you later. And then there is going to be an absolutely epidemic, absolute epidemic of this happening because there is absolutely nothing to help. Because the the rise of mental health and autism and mental development, there's so many younger kids out there with this disorder Mm. that they're going to be adults at some point. And a lot of people don't believe in disciplining these children. They go, oh, no, it's okay. They have autism. And they also want to make sure that they've they've got their rights, you know, and especially when you're going there saying, Michelle, I need help. And they're like, no, 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 legally we can't do anything because it's his rights. Yeah. Well, thank you for your call, Michelle. So we're going to have to leave you there. Uh, But we appreciate you ringing up this morning. Thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Have you guys ever done like a little lie to get your kids into somewhere? No. Oh, oh, please. (laughs) Because I often do it when I'm trying to convince my kids that they're an age that they're not. Uh, Like I tried to do it at a a pasta place when you got discount if the kids were five and under. Mm. So I said to Finney, you're four. And we're pretty lucky because he's he's quite short, so we can sort of get in there. Yeah, But it's always always when he doesn't want to, you know, and I'm like, just move away from the line so I can order for you. It's a trap, I reckon. Whenever they ask, like when someone says at a restaurant or a hairdresser or something, they go, how old are they? Yeah. You always have like about a second where you're like, do I lie? Mm. Just just asking you, what difference does it make of what age they are? Well, I'll tell you their age, but can I just know first, what is the age that they're allowed to be to come into the kids' club? And then I'll I'll tell you. Oh, what a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. He's 18. Uh. And sometimes I do it as well to get, if they've got like a discount, if it's the first time you've gone to a place, you can get a discount for like laser or something. So then I'll go to a different place. But my my friend. What? What do you mean? So like if you're a first time customer or whatever. Yeah. You can get like a discount for the laser. Oh. But then sometimes I'll sign up under a different email. Is it hard when they start, but then they recognize you? No, you go to a different place. There's a chain of them. I'm not stupid. Not Hang on. I think, I think you've been here before. Why I didn't recognize you know your face. I, stand out? I didn't Stop recognize it. your face. But you don't. It's not where I'm getting laser. But my friend's having a bit of a uh, issue at the moment because she gets to go to a <laughs> she gets to go to a yoga class. Where you get to take the baby with you, mm-hmm. which is really cool because you get to do yoga because it's hard, you know, if you can't put them in a crash. 
and the rules are that you can take your child and there's no age restrictions. It's just as long as they're not crawling. Ah, as long as they can't move by themselves. Yeah, because yeah. then that's an issue there. Uh, you're yeah. going to you someone else's. You put them else's. down and they wander yes. off. And, yes. Yeah. Can you hog tie them? <laughs> <laughs> that's really frowned upon in the yogi world. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um, so you're not allowed to take them if they're crawling. And she booked this class and was really quite excited to go along to do the yoga class. Yeah. And bugger me, she's got a fast learner. Her son, the week before she was going to go, started crawling. Always the way. And she's no. like, no, this is too young. Can you imagine that special this moment? too young. You know, Everyone's like- around and she starts crawling for the first time. And like, oh, but-, <laughs> but I think it's different. I think when it's your first child, I think you're very excited and you want them to crawl. Yeah. And then I think by the time it's got to your fourth, you're like, oh, it's crawling. It's not as easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But so she- what's she doing? She's cancelled? No, because she really wanted to go to this yoga class. So we were like, well, how's your acting skills? What? Because she went along. <sighs> And she she put her son there, and then when he crawled, she goes, "Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> so she's in a downward dog, and she's, oh, this kid's crawling all around I everywhere. Love him. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's everyone's like, "Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god!" So she shouldn't go back to that class, right? Yeah. Just changed the time. Uh, <laughs> did another one. <laughs> so she went to a night session and did the. Oh my god! Look. Uh, By the end of it, is the kid getting up and walking? Yeah. Like, you know, like, I did the same thing with Rory when we took her. It's like if she's under three, she gets a discount. And she's like, I'm five and a half. Like, oh, she's speaking. <laughs> Look at her go. I'm so proud of you. Now shut up. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Sidestep the big guys and kick healthy eating goals by shopping at your local fruit shop. Find your local fruit shop at yourlocalfruitshop.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt's could have been legends of origin. The inaugural hit 105 quarter water sort of cup. Oh, it's getting close. Very close. Uh, this Saturday, 4pm, uh, myself and the could have been legends of origin take to the field. Uh, along with Corey Parker as well, who is guaranteed that he will play. Absolutely, I'll be there. Yeah, Darren Lockie is going to be there. Yes. Justin Hodges said that he's going to be there. When did Darren Lockie Scotty in? Pritch- oh, Put his hand all up. All of them. And we're like, no, back away. None of you can play. This is Maddie's game. Yeah, Absolutely, you guys are- I'll be there. So you guys are playing on Sunday. That's what we said. We said no way. So yeah, we said no to them, Maddie. It's yeah. just about you. Oh, no. Do you know who you were at the studio before? Yeah. He goes to me. Abby, are you a bit nervous about Saturday? And I went, about what? And he goes, you've got to sing the national anthem. I'm like, mate, you're going to get pummeled by a group of guys out on the field because you haven't been practising at all. I don't think my fear should really come into this. No. But my boots look amazing. You mm. wait till you see my fluoro boots. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to go up to a player when he comes towards you and go, hey, hey look at my boots. Look at my boots. Not my boots. Not the shoes. I've got blisters because I've never <laughs> worn them. But- no. I'll so, give you a tip. No one's aiming for your shoes. Okay, right. Mm. Uh, so 4pm kickoff, Valley's Diehards, Emerson Park, Fuse Pyrotechnics are doing the fireworks, uh, cheerleaders are locked in, yeah. we've got food trucks, um, a whole, oh, we've got a lot of food trucks. Yeah. Yeah. One, that's two, good. three, four, six food trucks. Oh, that's so good. That's good. Yeah, have to eat up a storm. Um, of course, Suzuki Queensland as well, number one for customer satisfaction, new cars according to Canstar Blue, uh, are sponsoring Stav. Uh-huh. Skydiving. Dressed as Elvis into the field to put the ball ready for kickoff. Uh, but so what we've done is we've spent the last couple of weeks building the show. 
we had to call a few guys and check that we were going to have players. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we did that uh, on Friday. Got into a few arguments between the three of us as we were playing Mal Meninga and Kevy Walters, mm-hmm. making the calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play back to you here, us ringing all the guys. A lot of people didn't answer. Which got some people very annoyed. Abby? Yeah. Uh, and what you'll hear is the first guy we're calling. Abby also couldn't understand why I didn't want to lock someone in at halfback. Well, who, it seemed like only, you weren't being nice to him. He only wanted played to play. for one year. But you don't know how good he was in that year. <laughs> I mean, true, we don't, true. to be honest, we don't know what you've been like. You just tell us you've been good. We don't know if it was only, what, six months? Yeah. Here we go. This is us, the selectors, ringing the players. Well, you can't change his position just because how long he played for. Is that he's either a halfback or he's not? I don't think he played halfback for one year in A grade. No, but A grade, he's probably bra- played his whole life, oh, and he's just saying it. he only played A grade for one year. Why can't someone answer their phone? Ah, uh, this is one. Hello? Hello? Oh, oh sorry. I'm so sorry, Jake. Hey, Jake, it's Abby, Stav, and Matt from the radio. How are you going? Yeah, good. I answered my phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, hon. That was rude. We've just been calling so many people. But we got good news. <laughs> Hang on, before we oh. go, tell us about your football career, mate. How long did you play for, all that kind of stuff? I only played one year. Yeah, Maddie was talking you down, but I've got confidence in you. talk you down. You said, oh, you only played Maddie, for one year. Maddie, why talk me down, mate? I was the only one. The first day that this came up, yeah. I, I backed you, mate. Yeah. I backed you, and you're talking me down, man. I can't wait to smash you on the field. Yeah. <laughs> you're in! Yeah. You're in, yeah. What's half back? Okay, you know, like, quarterback no. in the NFL? No. Like, who's the number one best player in an AFL team who, like, makes sure everyone's set up in the right spots and everything like that? Mm, they don't really, like, they, they don't always really sort of take that. care of their own little divisions. Yeah. So... Nepal. You know Nepal? No, I don't the centre. You know how you're the greatest person on this show... And without you, I know you're trying to make it relevant for me, but it does not work because we know that everything revolves around you and you like to pretend it doesn't. I've got it, I've got it. You know how Scotty does whatever you tell him to do? You're the halfback of the relationship. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yep. So we need more me? We need need AU for Queensland. Hey, mate, how are you? We're good, buddy, we're good. Hey, we're just going over your entry for the Coulda Water Shoulda Cup. Oh, no, you're not. Yeah, we we are. are. You, you train about five times a week at the moment? Yeah, yeah, I, I box and play rugby league at the same time. Oh, at How the do you same catch time? the ball with the gloves on? <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys. <laughs> so, um, do you know, you've got the application, you filled it out so well, but you just didn't state what team do you want to be on, Queensland or New South Wales? Are you serious? Queensland? Yeah, He's buddy. in. Yeah, you're in, Peter. You're in, Pete. Really? Yeah. yeah. Maddie's still oh, looking at yeah. your stats, but I say you're in, so bugger him. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. What I'm thinking is, Peter, uh, how would you feel about playing halfback? <laughs> <laughs> not, not good. Well, considering I'm a prop forward, yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm confused. Well, it, I'm says, it says here, it said, what do you want to play? Potential. It says but potential. potential. And then it says halfback, hooker and fullback. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. <laughs> so you're not... You, 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 so found my man. Which one? Damon Hancock. Okay. Oh, I like the name. For- Acton to Hancock. Hancock to Parker. Parker scores! That is his 748th try for the oh, season. Geez, well done, very Corey good. Parker. This guy's very good. And All right, as we 04. see, the paddles coming out to shocky Matt back to life. <laughs> and we're trying to get him to grow on the green whistle. Wouldn't have thought it happened in the first 45 seconds of the game. 
He did trip over the stab scorp, so I would have thought they would have got rid of that by now. Stop it, guys. He was just Stop lucky it. that the parachute covered him like a sheet. Hey, how you going? It's Dab, Abby and Matt from um, Hit 105. How you going? Good, how are you? We're yeah, good. we're good. Um, Matty doesn't want to come across as desperate, but he did scream when he saw your application going, that's my man, we need him. Oh, my God, he's got to be on my team. Oh, he's amazing. Nah, uh. not, e- not even true. Damo, how are you, bro? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. <laughs> uh, tell us, mate, tell, you you could play halfback, is that right? Currently playing reserve grade up at the sunny coast. Mm. Yeah. Um, played schoolboys comp. I've done a stint in the Broncos development squad when I was younger. Oh, wow. Mum got sick and it was sort of my motivation to do it, but then I needed a solution to sort of support myself more that I could help my family. So yeah. I ended up joining the Army Reserves. You know. Yeah. You got the job, brother. Woo! Oh, there you go. How's that? Congratulations. You know, you, you had it before he even called you. Yeah, to be honest, you, you're a good entry, mate. You, you fit everything I'm chasing. Young, fit, vibrant. There you go. Let's, let's get on there and upset New South Wales. Players locked in and tickets now available. Hit105.com.au. Be quick, though, because they are limited. Yes, they're free, but you just need to register. Yes. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks is tomorrow. It's the 19th of June at 8am, straight after the news. We give away $10,000. We give you the letter now in the podcast if you want to practice, which some people have been doing, and I'm happy that they've been doing that. Good on them. Mm. And the letter that you'll need for tomorrow is? T for Thomas. Tomorrow is when we play. Tomorrow. Stav, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Radio money time at Brisbane. This is the true home of cash. We've already given away $200,000 with Alpha Bucks. So it is time to make it even more. And we would have gone over that, actually, because that was last week. So Yeah, yeah update your references there, mate. 200,000, 201,000, roughly okay, speaking. Sure. Carly and Kupuru, <laughs> good morning. Oh, good morning. You are playing first up on a Monday. Ooh. Just dream about that $10,000. What would you do with it? Um, my dad is sick at the moment, so it would help a lot. Oh, sorry to hear that, hon. All right, well, let's hope you can get as much as you possibly can. You know you do get $50 for each correct answer. And just say uh, pass if you can't think quickly, but each answer needs to start with the letter that Stav's about to give you, which we always do put in the podcast as well for anyone that listens. Okay. All right, Carly, your letter is C for cash. Yeah. And your time will start when I finish the first question, which is... Name a singer. Uh, oh, pass. Name a type of plant. Uh, cactus. Name a sport. Catch. Name a type of bird. Uh, cockatoo. Name something you find in the school. Cat. Name something you take on holidays. Cash. Name something you might need in an emergency. Uh, uh... Class. Name something you just find in the fridge. Woo! Came home Woo! strong. Ooh, do we get? We play catch, don't we? Yeah, I'd say yeah, we catch play catch. Yeah, we you play know, two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, well done. Um, the one that you passed on the first one that sort of stumped you, uh, Celine Dion. Uh, Celine Dion, sorry, she's coming to Australia. Christina Aguilera um, is what you could have had, and for something you might need an emergency, you could have had cops. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Right. Well, well done. done. $250. I hope that helps, Carly. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I'm Andy Samberg. Justin Timberlake is not coming. 
Yeah, joining us uh, this morning, this guy, very funny. You've seen him in heaps of different stuff. We will get to the big long list in this chat, but Hotel Transylvania 3, a monster vacation, uh, is where you can see him in cinemas June 28. Andy mm. Sandberg. <laughs> Good morning. We're good. Oh, we're good. I don't know why I'm putting it on as Aussie accent. I could probably just talk as myself. But I'm so excited during this movie because I, I've got to be honest with you, I love the first two and I didn't even realise it was you being all uptight in it. So now I'm just going to love it even more. Oh, my God, my method acting paid off. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? You, you guys don't, and everyone probably asks you this, but you don't all hang out in the recording booths when you do it together, do you? Everyone just rolls in at whatever date they're available? It, it varies. I think the, you know, the more sequels you do, the less time you spend in the booth together. But initially I did many sessions with, with Sandler and people like that uh, just to sort of nail down the characters and get the rhythm of the comedy going. Yeah. Who puts down the first lines? Because I know they write a script, but let's just say Adam gets in there and he's like, I think it would be better doing it like this. And then they've got to come to you and say, Andy, it's changed because Adam wants to say this. <laughs> uh... That very rarely happens. I think most oftentimes, I've done enough of these now where I'll do a bunch of different versions of every line. Um, so they're protected, you know, like, now do it with a question mark, now an exclamation mark, now whisper. <laughs> just cover all bases and it saves you a trip. Andy, I'm a huge fan. Um, Hot Rod is one of my personal favorite movies. Uh, I loved you on Saturday Night Live, Dick in a Box. Ah, thank you. Yeah, great film, great film. We should explain Dick in a Box was a song that you sang, because otherwise, for those who didn't know... I, I love your Dick in a Box, Andy, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on Hot Rod, you worked with one of our uh, lovely um, starlets, uh, Elsa uh, Fisher, Isla Fisher. Fisher, who Abby knows. Isla Fisher. Yeah. Yeah, she's a delight. She a real, is amazing. A real powerhouse of a person. <laughs> yeah, incredible. I don't know her. I'm sorry, that's so awkward. I just I hooked up with her brother once. <laughs> that counts. Yeah, that counts. I'm so sorry. I this count is, that. Can we not? I didn't, I, Andy, I didn't know this story either, and we've been working together for quite a long time now. Yeah, she was, um, she was in Australia for wedding crashes. Can we talk about Andy? Anyway, and and actually, brother... it's up to you, Andy. Do you want us to move on, or do you want to hear her story? <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested in your story. Yeah, I like the story. Let's stick with this. I was, I was single <laughs> at the time, you know, and and he was over for the opening premiere of Wedding Crashes because her partner couldn't come, her husband couldn't come. Yeah, Borat. Yeah, so Borat. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I met her when she called Sasha. the next morning. Yeah, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. 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 So hang on, so you, you're at his house, yeah. hotel. You're at his hotel, you've wrapped up, <laughs> and then she comes in and you're like, oh my God, no, is that your called, sister? No, look, I would, we were seeing each other for a while. The phone rang and I answered it and I said, yeah. and she, he said, she said, is Edward there? I said, who? sorry, who? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, love, the guy is sleeping next to you. And I said, I think it's your, I think it might be your wife. She's, he's like, no, 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 it's my sister. Anyway, so Andy... Hang on, have um, you got any questions, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like the one time you're actually excited to hear that it's the guy you hooked up with sister is when yeah. you think it's going to be his wife. That's yes, true. Yes. yes, but he was yeah. a lovely guy. They're a lovely family. So they own a backpackers together. I'm talking too much because I'm nervous. Can you... Um, someone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, so, mate. No, it's fine. We adore yeah. Isla. I'm sure she would not care about this story. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's where you got your Aussie accent from. I'm sure that's where yeah. the question was going to. 
Sure. Had to have been, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, all right, man. Well, hang there one second. Uh, we're going to cover off the actual movie, Hotel Transylvania 3, when we come back. Uh, are you keen to stick around a bit longer? Absolutely. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Welcome to the 67th Emmy Awards. I'm Andy Samberg. Justin Timberlake is not coming. Hanging out with Andy Samberg this morning. Uh, there's a new Hotel Transylvania movie coming out. It's going to be great to see that. You know him from the band Lonely Island as well. Very, very funny. Um, mate, now you guys uh, are still out there touring the music and everything. You've done songs with Justin Timberlake, T-Pain. Yes. Well, we we most recently put out a record when we did the soundtrack for the movie Popstar, but we actually have never done live shows before until this past weekend. We did a huge show in San Francisco for the first time ever. It was really fun. Yeah, right. And it was, do you are you like do you worry that maybe the it won't hit as well because when you watch the videos that you laugh the whole way through them. I guess it's different to performing a live song and hoping people laugh and dance at the same time. It was a concern. We have a huge video component. Uh, this this guy, Mike Diva, who we worked with, has a great YouTube channel. He helped us design the whole show, basically. So we have a huge screen behind us. Okay, yeah, cool. So when there's a guest, you see the guest performing. And, you know, we have visual aids for all the jokes. Um, but we actually were pleasantly surprised by how much people knew the songs already anyway, so it wasn't really necessary. Yeah. And I believe you did have Justin Timberlake rock up to the gig. <laughs> I've seen the photos. Oh, you saw that. Yeah, he was there. Uh, <laughs> it was a puppet. Undeniably him. It was a puppet to Justin Timberlake. Watch I'm showing the photo to the guys. What? No. 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 I couldn't tell the difference. I certainly couldn't tell the difference. And, hey, uh, congratulations. Uh, looked a bit dicey there for Brooklyn Nine-Nine for a second, and then the outpouring of emotions for that show to return must have just been amazing feeling. The, the internet went up in arms. Yeah, it was really cool and really special and totally unexpected, and we're just so happy that we get to make more. We love making that show. That, that's a good group. Um, and this movie, of course, Hotel Transylvania 3, um, it's going to be in cinemas June 28. You, um, your, your love interest in it is played by Selena Gomez. Yeah. Was she... Uh, she was great. Does that annoy Justin Bieber? Like, did he kind of, you know, come in and be like, hey, don't go stealing my girl? I don't think he's sweating a acted voiceover relationship. <laughs> he's got superficial <laughs> You'd be amazed how often that relationship starts. Uh, anyway. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's yeah. like dancing with the stars and they all hook up. It's the same as voiceover artists. They never meet each other, yeah. but yeah. the chemistry you guys have on screen is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. That goes on TMZ. Their cartoon characters were so into each other it bled through the screen. <laughs> oh, that's. I feel crazy. like if any, he'd be after the animators, if anything. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's, true. True. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You um, you're a married man now, anyway, right? I am. Yeah. You're married now. Do you when you um like are doing like movies like this one or you know writing songs and touring with um Lonely Island. Do you do you still have to do that thing where you check with your wife? You know, when you get to the married point where you're like, babe, I'm going to be away for a few months. Does it fit in the schedule? Or Of course. Are you kidding? I mean, we have a child now, too, so it's I, we check in with each other about literally everything. Yeah. I check with her that it's okay that I have lunch, even when I'm at work. <laughs> I check in all the time. Because we were talking about this the other day. <laughs> do you do the thing where if you know you're going to have a night out with the boys... Do you do extra jobs around the house to build up points, like clean stuff you generally wouldn't, be very attentive, and once she's butted up, then you go, hey, by the way, 
I'm going to go out on Friday. <laughs> I don't know that I want to answer that because it would imply I don't normally hold up my end. Uh-huh. Nice work. Good one. Nice Good work. one. Good yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I want. I, this is so exciting because I've got someone that might know the answer because I did fall in love with um, Tiffany Haddish who was talking. She's talking a lot about Beyonce. Remember? Yeah. Did you? find out who was the mm. person that touched Beyonce on the face? I only read a few rumors online, but I know I don't think they ever confirmed it. Right. Tiffany knows. The so next time you chat with her, I know you probably got heaps yeah. to talk about, but just make sure that you ask for us. <laughs> you can remember uh, yeah, she's the one that said the stuff. Stop and we'll ask her all about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll immediately call you guys yeah. and let yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I thought it was a bite, not a touch. I thought she bit it. Bit a fever on the face. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Andy, I feel like we've covered everything. I get it. I get it. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there is there anything you wanted to cover before we let you go? I mean, we've done the movie. We've done Isla Fisher's okay, brother. Thank you. Um, anything else? Uh huh. No, I just, you know, I just miss you guys, you know, sending my love. Best to everyone. We miss you. We miss you too. We miss you too. Right more anymore. Yeah, Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, you hang up. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Yeah. Sidestep the big guys and kick healthy eating goals by shopping at your local fruit shop. Find your local fruit shop at yourlocalfruitshop.com.au. Stav, Abby, and Matt's could have been legends of origin. The inaugural Hit 105 quarter water sort of cup. Oh, we're days away. This Saturday, the... Could have been Legends of Origin, New South Wales versus Queensland. Uh, we're going to have myself playing, Corey yes. Parker. Absolutely, I'll be there. He's going to be there. Um, we're going to have food trucks. We've got fireworks. We've got stab. Skydiving out of a plane dressed as Elvis. It is all coming together, but we we kind of think of it and we go, oh, damn, we forgot a couple of stuff. Mm. Like... A referee. Very important. Very important. One what of kind the most of, important. What kind of happened was we said we're putting on a football game, then we got all caught up with doing all the entertainment and then forgot to plan most of the game. Which, okay. oh, actually, I forgot, Abby also is singing the national anthem. That's mm-hmm. not That one's not confirmed. But now we have a legend of a referee. We have Tim Mander. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Are now, good. this is so exciting because you are used to seeing... Professionals, and am I correct? You've done a grand final before. Oh yeah, I, I did a few games, um, three hundred odd over the over the years, and a couple of grand finals, and yeah, loved it. It was great, and I dealt with a few professionals, guys like Corey Parker. Are yeah. you ready for the amateurs? <laughs> Look, it will be a challenge, um, but I think I'm up to it. I think I'm up to it. Hey, this was, we are we are going. It's going to be tougher to referee us, I think, because they've uh, got no skill. We've no, no, no. We've had more time to think about how we're going to play. So the plays are going to be so quick. You're going to be like, was that a forward pass? Was it not a forward pass? Well, I haven't refereed for 13 years, but I don't reckon I'm going to have any problems trying to keep up with you guys, okay? Uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> Tim, um, I don't know if you listen to the show quite a bit, but um, Maddie, I just want to, sometimes can get a little bit hot-headed, just occasionally. I cannot. Okay, so is there any <laughs> players you think in your time that were the worst, that you know just used to vent, they just used to yell, even when they're, everybody knows that they're complete and utter wrong? 
Oh yeah, there was there was many. Uh, Abby, there was uh, guys like John Hopawati, uh-huh. um, Jeff Tuvey. Oh, Tuvey. Um, Gordon Tallis could get a bit uh, upset occasionally. Yes, he used to yell quite loudly at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even the great man himself, Wally, I refereed him as uh, well, and uh, he was uh, you know he was pretty difficult to deal with, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I can handle them. Um, I, I reckon, you know, Matty will have to really have his head on straight and he doesn't want to muck around with me, I tell you, because I won't cop it from him. That's yes. right, that's yes. right. Now, we're also um, very good friends with uh, your co- uh, colleague, uh, Deb Frecklington. Uh, she loves the show. She joins us quite regularly. Do you think she'd be interested in popping down to the game as well and, and having a look? Oh, Deb was around. I reckon she'd love to come along. I'm not, I'm not sure where she is or what her schedule is, but mm. uh, no, she's a great rugby league fan and... Uh, uh, she's. I tell you what, we have our annual touch game, yes. and uh, no one screams more or gets more involved than Deb. She yeah. is the ultimate competitor, and um, yeah, because yeah, we, we should say, Tim, we didn't say that you are, you're the deputy leader of the opposition of Queensland as well. You've gone. That's what you do now. You don't. You referee in Parliament. You don't just <laughs> referee on the field. That's right. I've moved from one area to the other. I mean. It's the same theme. Fifty percent of people hate my guts, no matter what I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great, Tim. I've just—I uh, want to ask something else from you then, because yeah. I'm going to set up a game of handball <laughs> in Parliament during your oh, yeah. lunch break, and I was wondering if you would like to be part of it. Oh, I would love to be part of that. I was—I was an absolute genius at handball at school. Yeah. Um, I must say so myself, and. Um, that would be great. It's a great idea. I haven't yes. played for years. I am, I am. Yeah, so I'm bringing the ball, and it was my idea, so I am going to be an ace. We're not going to do a rally to find out, so I'll, <laughs> I'll be an ace. And if you want, you can be in King. King. Okay, I'm in. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. As long as I survive next Saturday, yeah, I'll be right. That's true. That's true. You've just made him the deputy of the handball game as well. He, <laughs> at least once could he be the... <laughs> okay, so, Tim, we've locked in Corey Parker. We have locked in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we're locking in Deb Frecklington, mm-hmm. leader of the opposition, to come if she's down. around, he said. Yeah. Is, are, you, are you locking yeah. that in? I'll, I'll go and have a chat to her straight after I get out of here. Okay. But, uh, I, know, I know if she's available, she'd, she'd love to be involved. Well, uh, looking forward to it. We've got our official referee, an NRL referee, has refereed grand finals. Uh, this is going to be great. Nice to talk to you, Tim Mander. Join you guys. Can't wait for it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, does anyone else have a slight panic that sets in when you go on a plane with a toddler? Mm. You know, you just like go, I hope everything's going to be okay. I know I can't control it. They're probably going to cry and everyone around me will hate me. And you just feel that that sense of when you're going to sit down, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And my three-year-old told the guy next to us on the flight down to Adelaide over the weekend that he's not going to cry the whole flight, which was very nice of him. And he was pretty good that flight. On the way back, he didn't want to leave his nana, so he cried every five minutes, looking out the window, screaming to everyone, Turn it around! I thought that would last for about half an hour. Didn't. It lasted for an hour and three quarters. So apologies to everyone on that flight. Thanks, but no thanks. Didn't make a promise, so... No, that's true. That's true. Everyone wees in the pool. Let's just admit it. Everyone does it. Right? Now you guys don't want to tell the truth. That's cool. I do, just from the diving board. <laughs> About that. Yeah. The 10 metres. Mm. Too high. I'm trying to teach my four-year-old that 
Everyone just does. But you just don't speak of it. He doesn't want to, does he? He wants to do the right thing and get out and go he to does. the toilet and you're trying to tell him to yes. pee in his pants? Yes. When you think about that in a logical point, that yes. really doesn't make sense. I know! <laughs> I'm aware of it. Banana's cold to get out of the pool and then go and find the toilet and then you come have back. have to parents. How annoying no, no, no. is that? I'd have to find shoes because you can't go in a public toilet. Mm. So when we go swimming on the weekend, don't, don't just don't say it out loud, buddy. And then when I whisper to you, just do it in the, just do it, just do it in the pool. No one will know. I was in that pool. But you said it was okay. <laughs> you were up at the diving, <laughs> diving pool. Don't announce it. Just go, are you sure I can win the pool, Daddy? Yes, we had this chat. Just, just do it. Just do it in the pool. Let's do it in the pool. Thanks, Xander, but no thanks. <laughs> Everyone does. Speaking of our children. Thank you, Abby, for booking everything for us this weekend, and then you ended up not being able to come along with us. Yes. But it was so well taken care of that we really didn't read the fine print of everything that we were, were doing. No. So when we were out for dinner with our kids safely tucked away at kids club. At the club. kids club that I booked yeah. them in for yes, that has you. rules and time. Definitely has rules and time. We had a family holiday over the weekend. Yes, it was lovely at the Marriott. Then I get a call to say, hey, but hey, you know, um, kids club shuts at eight. I was like, does it? Cool. <laughs> she goes, it's quarter past eight. Come and get your smacking children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll be, we'll be there. We're, we're, we're there right now. We're, we're there right now. <laughs> Take another hour to get downstairs. No, we were only two seconds away, which was actually quite a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And right, I was so. sitting on a royal flush at the casino, so I was like, man, I don't know whether I can leave this. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> no, no, thanks for nothing. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Hey, uh, we're done. Podcast wrapped up. Anyone got any extra business they need to discuss before we get out of here? No, you know me. I'm an open, like I overshare. I normally do that on the show. You saw, I... yeah, yeah. You do what you close down after nine. No, I don't close down. Yeah. I just get it out of my system. Can we actually? You would have heard in the podcast just gone. Yeah. Uh, the story about Isla Fisher and Isla Fisher's brother. And you. I think the book just got closed. <laughs> <laughs> Slam shut. Is there a... He unfriended me on Facebook a while ago. Did he? Yeah. No, after all that, they dated for so long. That's hurtful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when, you da- when you have a long-term relationship with someone and then they unfriend you, you're like, oh, well, we have history. Interesting family story, though. Mm. Which is? Guys. They own a backpackers together. No, 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 meaning they grew up quite interestingly. I think they were all born in different countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm, Travelled quite a bit as a family. Well, she always gave birth on holiday or? I don't know. Or just... Maybe he was in the army. Yeah, there was something weird like that. Maybe they were gypsies. Possibly. In a place where there was one place where, oh, see, I don't know if all this is true. Well, that's all right. Just say, alleg- place, just say allegedly. Is there a place where you'd ever, ever have to get tattooed when you're born? Oh, yeah. The Gold Coast. <laughs> okay, so they're. <laughs> okay, yep, so get they're... that tramp stamp, mate. <laughs> from the She's Gold Coast. She's a local. <laughs> She's a local. You just come out with them with evolution. Yeah. Yep. Evolution. This is. Uh, oh, I don't know. This is Candy. Real. She's uh, born on uh, Southport Hospital. She's booked in for her first breast augmentation already. Uh, <laughs> so good for her. They would tattoo you. I don't know. It was really weird. Stories. No, that sh- surely couldn't be the case. Unless it was some sort of tri- like a tribal thing, but even then, I, I don't know whether there's like a. Mm. 
Usually you earn you earn your tats. Look at my you? little look at my little baby boy. What's that tattoo say? No regret. <laughs> Oh, his sleeve is so cute, that dragon. We just know he's going to be a Michael Tyson fan, so we got him the the full face face tattoo. He's definitely going to grow up and be a bikey. We know it. Yes, along those lines. (laughs) Rory wants to get her ears pierced. Is that too young? Oh, I love this. I love You know why I love this, Manny? Because Stav has always criticised anyone who has their child with ears pierced. Remember, he used to be so against it. Mm -hmm. When when they can't, definitely still am, when they can't make up their own decision. You know, like when it's a one-year-old. I think he said 16. Uh, Yeah, I still haven't made up my mind. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure my mum, it's a statement you make before you have kids though, you know, when you're like, nah, never, ever. Mm. And then you're like, My mum, I think, did, got my sisters done when they were little. Yeah. Like when they were babies. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do. Got them with a gun. A lot of people do, because they're like, well, it doesn't hurt then. Yeah. I mean, I think it hurts, but you don't have the trauma, you don't remember the trauma or that. What do you think? She wants them? No, I think she's too young. Yeah. Yeah, right. What about Kat? She can have her ears pierced if she wants. <laughs> what if she changes her mind when she's older? <laughs> Do all these close up, won't they? No, they don't close up. That's uh. a problem. So I've still got my friend and I decided to get a second one done, uh. and that one's never closed up. So sometimes oh, really? I don't. Do you yeah. have your nose done? No, I had my belly button done. My belly button's never closed up. My ear closed up. I got one done up the top. Oh, did really? You? Of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, up. maybe that one does a bit more. But no, I got maybe. my lobe and maybe. my belly button done. It didn't. But I got my belly button done when I was. Seven months? <laughs> We're back to that again. Yeah, mum really wanted it done. When you got done. your tat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two for one deal. <laughs> yeah, no, I, had to hide, I had to hide it for a few years. Mm. We should take that on the air and take phones on that. Yeah, I think cool. a lot of people will ring on that one. Mm. It's a, it's a, yeah, I don't know. Actually, i got to talk to my wife. What are we going to do with Eden? I always think it's an expense. When you think about it, once you allow them to get their ears pierced, they always want to update earrings. Uh. Yeah, she's not getting them then. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for downloading our podcast. Bye. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt.